Hi guys, welcome back to Excuse My Frenchy podcast. This is Linda La Parisienne. Welcome back. Hello guys, how are you? How are you? How are you? First rant of the day, you guys. I just recorded a podcast for 30 minutes and realized that at the end it didn't record. So here I am again for another 30 minutes and uh, I might at this point forget half of the subjects I want to talk to you about, right? But it's not like I'm, I invented a vaccine or something, so you're not going to miss anything, you know. But the first recording is always the best, I feel like. I mean, now that I think about it, maybe that my stomach was trying to communicate with me as I was recording. So you could hear sometimes like, like if there is a little uh, a monster in my car. I'm in my car recording, you know, they're still doing constructions. I have the oldest building next to mine in Santa Monica. And it feels like uh, the walls and the roof are melting every six months because it feels like every fucking month they have something new to do. And you want to be like, guys, just finish it once and for all, please. Why do you, uh, you want to bring us uh, so much uh, misery like this, you know? So anyway, I decided I'm not going to snap. I snapped a couple times last week. So I'm going to go in my car. I'm going to go for a ride. I'm going to put myself in a little shady area, like a little shade. Not shady, like uh, bad, but in a little shade. Uh, shaded, sorry. And uh, let the breeze go through my windows and record the podcast, right? So this world, what's going on in this world? I've been in uh, the San Diego area for the weekend, the first time since the pandemic. Amazing, beautiful. I love to go to uh, like Coronado, San Diego, stuff like this. I have to say though, I feel like it's another country there. Is it already Mexico when we enter San Diego or something? No offense to Mexico. I'm the only reason why I'm saying that is because uh, people with the mask and stuff and everything, uh, I feel like they don't know that it happened and they had zero cases. I mean, some places there, granted, you had 45 cases, but do you think it's like a, a reason for like everything to be open? Like people in bars, barbecue, the beach. We literally went with my husband to go get a nice walk on the beach. And as soon as we get there, there were so many people, so many people close to each other without the mask. We were like, you know what? No, it's too early. I cannot do. Even in Santa Monica, where if people go to the beach, but they have the mask and stuff there, they're like, uh, it's like if you wear a mask, they look at you like uh, weirdos. You remember the time when nobody was wearing masks before the pandemic? You will have only a couple people in the airport wearing masks. Most of them are um, um, from uh, Asia, you know, because they know how to not spread their germs, you know, of course, which is a super smart idea, obviously. But uh, at that point, it was not uh, common, right? So we're like, why are they putting masks? I thought it was for uh, pollution me before. When I saw some people like uh, coming from China, from like Thailand or stuff with the mask, I was like, you know what? They must have so much pollution in their town that if you don't wear the mask, maybe you suffocate or something. Maybe by the end of the day, your mask is literally black, full of like pollution dust, right? But then we learned uh, the hard way that we have to wear a mask. And, you know, you have still people against the mask. Huh? It's am amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. You still have that. I literally saw last week there was an around, um, around, sorry, Orange County board meeting and the subject was uh, against wearing the, the mask. Those people, uh, they literally get up in the morning, they get ready, even more than that. They literally wrote a speech maybe days before that, right? They focused, they asked some friends their advice and stuff. Maybe they, they wrote like a different versions of their speech before they got to the right one. We're talking like Martin Luther King style preparation, right? To go fucking to the board meeting and talk about not wearing masks, like you're that bored in your life, somebody give them an activity already. 
You know what I mean? We need people to make, like, you don't want masks, just give it to them to sew them. Sew them for us and don't wear it. It's okay. Like, some ladies were like, yeah, you know, and they were trying to talk about scientific facts, like, oh, my God, a hundred people showed up to that place. And a hundred people compared to the world is nothing. But to go to a meeting to be against masks is already too much. It's already too much. Uh, ten of you was too much already. I don't understand that you don't see the problem with you to go argue that. You don't want to wear it. You don't want to wear it is one thing, but you don't want to make the world now wear it. Stay home, get sick if you want or not. I don't wish you anything bad. But if you're that dumb, stay away. Don't come out and pour on us your lame ass opinion that does not matter anyway. You know what I mean? You just wanted to be somebody for one day and you came with that fucking speech at that board meeting and explaining to the people as if you had any type of like importance uh, regarding that matter. And you talk about how why we don't wear the mask and it's this and that and so one of them was like it's against the amendment and it's like oh amendment did she say amendment girl you have a hard time reading your own speech what are you talking about the girl is reading like a fucking six-year-old and it's your speech that you prepared so don't 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 even like try yourself out at doing like amendment words and stuff like that it's not for you we can tell it doesn't belong in your speech you're dumb okay somebody can create the book Protecting from germs for dummies. And no shame to read the books for dummies. I think it's amazing. You know what I mean? There's so many things that the dummies version was the one for me. I tell you the truth. I have no shame. But those people, come on. So now result of all these uh, assholes that thinks that the, 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 the mask is a hoax. Now we have all those cases going up in Arizona, in Florida, in all those people. All those people, they were protesting because they wanted to go to the hairdresser because they have the roots that grow and they have to do their hair color. They have to do their nails. It's not fair. It's my right as a woman to go and get my hair do if I wanted to and get my nails. Now, the truth is that you're so entitled that you don't know how to do shit with yourself. And you should have learned instead of thinking that the world was just going to drop everything in front of your feet. Right? You never thought about that. Okay, and obviously you never get smacked because you're in a protest telling us that it's okay for you to spread the virus to us. If it's a mandatory thing, it's a mandatory thing. So you were protesting, you stayed outside, you said that it was a fake, it was a scam, that people were trying to be like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know why actually. Why would they do that? To block the economy, to, I don't know, all the conspiracies, uh, people are up for that. I let, them, I let them make their own version of it. But uh, yeah, guys, now we're fucked. Now it's going to go back up. Now it's going to go back up. And uh, oh my God, that's beautiful. There is a truck that just stopped in front of me. And it's a man that's coming to bring meals on wheels to people. So it's a foundation, uh, which uh, I did a couple fundraisers with them. And I made some donations with my skincare products. And uh, they go and deliver some food for elderly people that cannot go out or cannot afford it or something. And... Uh, that's amazing and it's an elderly guy that's doing the delivery you see where is the youth for that but that's beautiful so that person is being delivered their lunch lucky them uh but i mean you know they cannot go out so yeah that's beautiful that's love right there so yeah the mask fuckers like come on you guys okay stay home don't uh why don't you create a village where you go live together and leave us all alone okay that the board meeting of the mask against the mask wearing i mean yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you create one, like, uh, let's create a board meeting in Orange County. Uh, Orange, I cannot pronounce it. I'm stuck between Orange and County. It's too much like sounds for me. So Orange County. Let's create a Orange County board meeting against uh, brooms. 
or against uh, yellow and green sponges. How about that? I'm sure there will be more people there than the people that uh, go for the against the mask, you know? Um, so the protest, you guys, it warms my heart to see so many people all together. Okay? I feel a little bit worried for you guys, though, when I see the the masks that you're not wearing all together. You know what I mean? I'm uh, kind of scared of, like, you know, the protests that are kind of, like, end up violent and stuff. But the one of the 50,000 people this week, I cannot wait. I want to go. I want to go. But the thing is, like, uh, so many people are not taking precautions health-wise. And uh, I'm afraid that within the next two weeks, we're going to see so many, so many cases so many cases already it's like uh, i don't know what it is if it's california or something like 3200 cases a day or hospitalization or like the numbers i don't know if it's the cases or the hospitalizations but they're really really bad arizona florida it's everywhere 22 states you guys so please we can go protest until december until things change but please protect yourself because i don't want them i don't want you to be sick I don't want guys to be sick. I don't want like so many of my friends, so many people, they, you know, they're there and I love it. I support you and I'm with you and I'm beeping the horn and I'm going to come down with you in the streets and walk with you. And I want to give a hug to everybody around, but we can't do that. There's a fucking coronavirus. You guys get, be careful, you know? So yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to close back everything. Huh? Are we going to go back to like no flour in the stores, no baking powder? You remember that time where everybody started making their bread? Yep. Uh, are we going to run out of like hand sanitizers? You know what I mean? Are we going to run out of Clorox again? Are we going to... Well, now we have masks. We have a lot of stuff. People kind of adapted to it. But uh, yeah, we have to... Uh, I don't know. The restaurants we opened. And it's so lame huh, when you see the restaurants. They open with social distances. I understand people need to go out. But me personally, it doesn't make me want to go out for dinner at all. Huh? Unless it's a patio and there is a huge... Um, Actually, I went for the first time to sit down in a patio this weekend. And uh, yeah, it's, ca it's kind of cool because you have the mask and you're separated from everybody else. But it doesn't feel like super awesome. Because if you use the restroom, if you anything, the chair, the things, I don't want to be like a psychopath, like those OCD people that uh, we all became now, right? That you have to clean your chair, your stuff, your things and stuff. But you have to because I cannot trust. I've seen so many dummies that are not being uh, careful with the germ stuff. I don't know. So yeah, the protest, amazing. I love it all. And I know sometimes it gets rough, but you know what? That's the way it is. That's the way it is. It is enough. It is enough. We have reached a point. It's fucking... Uh, you cannot get enough videos of those violent videos with the police in there. You cannot get it. Uh, you cannot get enough of it. There is people that fill up like three, four pages of videos of violence. That has to stop. What the fuck is that? How come those policemen feel the, the power of like superheroes and they can do and kill and do whatever they want and they never get punished? You know what I mean? It's the fault of their bosses. If the, the people that take care of the forces, the, the guy that are higher, that should fucking tell them this. You know what I mean? You should do like in the training, they should go to fucking six months like psychology class. We need to target if there is any psychopath and if there is any to not hire them. You know what I mean? You're going to get like, what are they looking for? And the policemen that are good, I know there is a lot of you guys. I know there is a lot of you. Although sometimes we feel like you're only 10 in the whole world, right? Because why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you say anything? You, you couldn't have been the only one in the service you worked at to witness uh, racist shit with all the videos we saw. Are they all in the same police station? I don't think they are. In every single state there is that. Every single country. And they don't say anything. So it's enough. It's enough. 
People need to vote. People need to show them. Fuck that shit. Okay? If you live in a country and you pay taxes, anywhere you are, it's not normal. You shouldn't have to pay the price because of where you come from. Fuck that shit. You know? So people are like, yeah, but you know, they're protesting and we cannot go to work and we cannot do this. Shut the fuck up. You lame ass. Shut up. Okay? You were protesting for getting a haircut and your nails done. Shut the fuck up. And um, yeah, so that makes me really mad to see that, you know. Uh, the looters, because here everybody was like, yeah, the looters, they broke everything. It's always the case when we have protests. Come on already. I come from France, so we're used to that, you know. And I'm not for that. I think it's disgusting to go and break a store of like people that are like having like to struggle to make their, their business work. And especially with the pandemic and stuff. And those guys, they're not smart enough to think like, if you're going to loot some, uh, go loot something, go do a corporate shit that they have the insurance. I mean, everybody have insurance, but of course, you know, if it's a big thing, it's not going to be like uh, hurting as much really. And I'm not inviting people to do so, but I'm just saying, you know, why would you go and break those little stores? And then in my town, Santa Monica, California, Right. You had all those business owners that were like, yeah, I cannot believe those people that came and broke stuff until we found out that uh, a video is going on the net right now of a burger, organic burger place on Broadway Avenue. And you're lucky I don't know your name because I will snitch your name to the world because you're a fucking asshole because you were like complaining of the people that came and did the looting. And then we found you. This guy came out on the street, out of his restaurant. He saw some guys with flat screen TVs in front of his uh, business, right? He comes out and starts negotiating them to buy a TV off of them in the street. Now, don't get it wrong. And I'm all for hustle. And I'm all for a good deal. All right? I never want to pay the price. I always want to get the deal. But this type of deal is a dirty deal. It's a dirty deal. You're buying the stuff that they broke from like your fellow business owners and they, you're going to buy it from them. So even worse than them, because those kids that stole the TV, let's say they're young, they're dumb and it's not excusable and there's videos and they probably will get cut and stuff. Okay. But first of all, it was not only black people. Okay. Because I heard that before. Fuck you. Watch the videos. There is from everybody, every color. Okay. So don't put it on them. Some, t some kids actually took advantage of it. And so this guy come out, I swear to God, he start negotiating the TV with the people. And then he's, the guy is like, I give you 300 right now. I give, and he didn't think that somebody could videotape him, which happened. A girl from the balcony above him videotaped him. And you see everything. You see the negotiation and you see him get the, the, st the stash of uh, bills from his pocket and give the money. And then he got interviewed. I mean, if you get interviewed in 2020 and they ask you and they tell you, we know that, don't play it. It's not you. You should remember that we're in 2020. Everybody has a camera on their phone. If they're telling you, that means it's true. So the guy had to show the, uh, the journalist. And even though it's Fox, huh? Fuck Fox, by the way. But even though it's Fox, the guy was like, so it's not you on this video? And you didn't pay them. No, it was my phone. So your phone is made out of paper. Like, you dumbass. You dumbass. All the way. You should have a hat, this one. He had a blue hat like LA or something, like trying to be a cool guy. You should have like lame ass boy around the corner. That's what you should have as a hat, you fucking asshole. You should get slapped like the lady that got slapped in a gas station because she was being racist or that Mexican lady. That's all you deserve. That good smack that's going to make your ring, your ear ring, you know, for like 10 minutes. And then next time before you be a dumbass, you think about it twice and be like, you know what? I might get smacked on this one. Maybe I want to chill for a sec. You know, maybe I don't want my ear to be ringing like this for the whole time. So anyway, long story short, uh, yes, uh, this world uh, is going down the toilet. Huh? You know what I mean? I still send you all my love and I'm still, uh, I mean, 
all the people. We are more than the fucking racist shitters, là. We're more than them. Fuck that shit, you know? And uh, some people get offended because the Black Lives Matter slogan. Uh, what do you want? You want to give us your first name? And if your name is Dave, we're going to be like Dave's Life Matter. Dave's Life Matter. We're going to make a T-shirt. We're not going to do that because what's going on right now, you dumbass? Like some people are like, yeah, you know, by saying this, it means like the all white people's life don't matter. And like, get a life, you attention freak. Get a life already. What is wrong with you? You too, you need a, a slap in the face that's going to make your ear ring for a sec and shake all that ignorance out of your brain. Come on already. Okay. So let's change the subject. I have heard a lot of people. You know when they're generous and they do things for other people and then they want a medal, they want you to host the award ceremony of the most generous person on earth and you hear about it all day long and they cannot take, they cannot get over how generous they are and they literally would complain to you like, yeah, you know, the problem is that I'm too nice. I'm too nice and people do take advantage of it and I don't know how to not be nice and fuck off. Fuck off, you fake ass. When you're really nice and you're really generous, you don't have to talk about it. We don't have to know the nice things you do. I used to have friends like this before and I got rid of them. The type of friend that do a lot of favors to you when you don't ask anything. Those you got to watch out for. The one you don't ask anything to and you don't know them that much and they do so much stuff for you in one shot. You're like, whoa, calm down. The people that like here in America, they do that a lot too. Like, I love you. I know you for two weeks. What the fuck do you mean you love me? I mean, I know I'm super lovable, but don't tell me like I love you with looking at me in the eyes. We ain't deep like that, right? You know what I mean? If you're friends for a long time and stuff, and I uh, think I'm a generous person, and I, I don't know if I'm generous, but I love to make my friends happy. I love to share with my neighbors, with everybody. Do you see me writing a book about it? Do you see me tell like people having a podcast like, yeah, you know, the thing in this life is like, you know, I'm so generous and I'm kind of tired. It's, it's hard to handle, you know, when you have so much love inside your heart and you have so much to give and people just don't see it. They don't see it. You drama queen. Write a movie about your life, you dumbass. Don't give a, do us a favor. Do the world a favor. Don't do anything else. Okay. If that's what it takes to not hear your bullshit, all day long, just keep it to yourself. I got rid of those people. My God, they used to drive me nuts. Because then when they ask you to do something for them, or with them most of the time, because the ones that are too generous, usually they're the ones that cannot get friends. There is like, a, it should be like a little signal for you guys. Like there is something that is not right. Like why is she so nice? Why do you need to be so nice? That means you being you is not enough. But I didn't think about that. But now it's like a, it's like a pattern. I, I, I can... I can acknowledge them and recognize them now that I know. You know, so those people that are too generous in one shot, they love you in one week. You know what I mean? And it's so awkward because you're telling me you love me after a week as a friend, of course. Like, but uh, you make me, uh, you force me, you want to force me to tell you or you want me to do the French way and just turn my head away and not say because that's not what I feel. Or do you expect me to be like, oh, I love you too. I cannot do that. If it's not in my heart, I cannot do that. Okay, so anyway, you're nicer, the nicest people in the world that need to brag it, make a t-shirt and uh, make a hat and leave us alone. Okay, uh, what else did I see? You know, I volunteered, my sister has a bakery, a French bakery. It's called Lou the French on the Block. And I've been volunteering uh, the past few weeks because they had a surge of like customers. It was amazing, beautiful, the support of people. It's a black-owned business, right? So it was uh, published uh, in the LA Times, the list of all the restaurants. So the 
amount of customers tripled and it's beautiful to watch all those people coming and showing showing them love and support and you know from everywhere some people drove like hour and a half to come get the bakery stuff unbelievable well i know you guys will do anything for french bakery stuff right this we don't have to say but still you know and so they all came and stuff and so i helped and there was a line one block and a half it's the type of line uh, you need to have a backpack with the little straw that comes out of it with water to hydrate so we had to go outside and give water to people. You know, we felt so bad and the dogs and stuff because they cannot come in and you have to stay in line. And it's in uh, the next to the studios in the valley. So it's so fucking hot, right? And I was watching. It's funny, the humankind, though. There is always, every hour, I swear to you, every hour you would have a customer that would pass the whole line on the side. Come in front like they have a purpose. Like almost you feel like, oh shit, is she going to come to work here or something? I'll ask my sister, is she working? Like she, why is she coming in front of everybody? I don't know. Let's see what she's going to do. And they always try to pull one out to go in front of people. People in this world, you have to understand it. This is not going to happen. And if you're doing with me, it's less going to happen. That is so unfair. How entitled are you to disrespect all those line of people that are waiting for hours outside and just walk in front of everybody and come up with some lame-ass excuse like, oh, yeah, because, you know, I, I, I think I placed an order online. And I think, like, shut up. You didn't place an order online. Go back to the line. Go back to the line. What are you doing? Shame on you. So you know me. I play the dumb. I speak loud so the line can hear. And so we can make eye contact and they can feel like 200 people staring at them like, bitch, go back to the line. Go back at the end of the line. Go back to where you came from. Nice try, you know. I almost wanted to applaud some of them. You know, the one that pulled the card out. like, And even some customers, not to be rude, not all of them, right? Because a lot of people that are like customers that come every day to that place, they're amazing. They're so lucky. It's like one of the business where they have the best customers ever. I cannot say the same, same thing about the restaurant I work at. Okay, you know that. You know, they're all like uh, untitled fucks that think they're like celebrities or something that they breathe and shit gold. Uh, now in this place, it's totally different. And the people have big hearts and they're so sweet and stuff. And always, you always have a little bunch of like, you know, not so sweet. And they're the one. They try to come in front of everybody and try to pull one out. Like, who are you? Who are you? Go back. And you cannot say that, of course. Thank God I had the mask. Thank God it was the plexiglass. But my eyes are pretty expressive. But uh, yeah, no, it's not going to work, you guys. You cannot do this. I know there is line everywhere. But, you know, life is life. If you have to wait 40 minutes to get a croissant, I guess that's what it takes. I guess it's always better than to uh, go across the Atlantic to go get it from France, right? So, yes. So, yeah, but they try, they try, they try. They always try. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to go see my friends. I want to hang out. I want to do barbecues. I want to go to the pool. I want to do everything. But we can't yet. We gotta wait still, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's really, uh, it's a weird, weird time we live in. Like the protest and stuff, necessary, all for it. I don't want the youth. I don't want the kids to grow up fearing the police like this. It is not normal. Even in France, everywhere, it is not normal. And it is time for people to get together. It was about time. And see, that's a historical moment we're living right now, and it's beautiful right? But we cannot forget about the virus. And I know a lot of people are going to think like, oh my God, she still believes the virus is, is true. She thinks it's a real thing. I do, asshole, because I have people that worked in hospitals and saw people dying in front of them. I have people that lost people in their family, right? So I don't think they took people and, and threw them in the ocean to pretend that it's a, like a real virus, right? 
Like, uh, they're telling us, like, you know, China don't have the numbers. Da, da, da. Since when do we trust the numbers they give us? You know what I mean? No disrespect to Chinese people, but government is government. Right? Come on. In France, they told us, like, no, no, don't worry about the mask. No, no, the mask is useless. But if you have any mask and you want to bring it back to your pharmacist so we can use it at the hospital, like, literally, you know, it's like if I told you, uh, you're in the plane, there is a problem. Uh, don't use your oxygen mask. No, 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 don't use it. It's useless. Don't use it. Just give it to the, the staff or just pass it around to other people or to the people that you see with the uniform. What the fuck is that? Since when we don't protect the, 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 the citizens? Unbelievable. So you see, don't trust anything. Don't believe anything. It is not going to slide anymore. We don't accept the fucking racism anymore. It got to be over. If you're ignorant, they got to create an ignorant school and teach them. Put them in fucking like places where they can be mixed up with people. Send them to Africa for a month. Whatever it takes to make them accept and understand we are all human beings. You want it or not. Okay? You will get tired before us. We will not give up. I have too much love for this, uh, uh, th this world, for the human race, for it to be dirty like this. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. All those people, and you see how they come out, the undercover racist. Oh, you know, but yeah, but that doesn't mean in a way. It's like whispering with no fucking balls. You know what I mean? So people, everybody outside, we keep going. No worries. With love, of course. Of course, with love. Always. Violence doesn't, uh, you know. But if you're outside, it's a form of violence, you know. And the police force have to join, you know, all the stuff like this, you know. I, I don't want to watch the news, but it's like every day I hear something happen. When is this going to fucking stop? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you get, uh, like, then they were like, yeah, you know, but the police got beat up and stuff. But yeah, but are you surprised? They've been beat up, like, every day of their life. What is it to, uh, not, what is this shit to not be able to go outside and get uh, get in trouble? In France, it's the same thing. If you're a man and you're a certain looking type, you cannot be sure that you will not be put against the wall and they're not going to change your, check your ID and talk to you like a little bitch and think you're a drug dealer or some type of ghetto ass. You know what I mean? It's not because you come from the, people that come from the project, they have fucking street smartness, let me tell you. Okay? They're street smart because they had to struggle and they had to learn value. Not the one that were born with a fucking silver spoon in their mouth. And I have nothing against them. But it's time to stop talking shit about people that come from humble places. Right? It's enough. So we have to change it all. We have to change it all. Bon, the president, is there anything in the constitution that says that if a president is not mentally able, we can stop that shit? Because if it is, uh, France, United States, hello! Hi! You guys are all against him, but you're all uh, from distance. It's like a joke. Like uh, impeachment, uh, every impeachment, huh? impeachment, everything. Everything. What the fuck? What is this? So we say it, but it's just for fake. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, you know, he says that, but he does, they don't really mean it. You know, it's just for making you happy. And the media, you dirty rats. I'm about to put the media in the same basket you already are. But you are gonna, about to become worse than TMZ. See, that's when you see the world is going wrong, is going down the toilet. Is when TMZ start making accurate videos about racist stuff. You know what I mean? When they don't do extras and they're just bringing out the truth. That's when, you know, the world... It's kind of ending in a way and we got to do something, right? That's, what, that's when you know that. That's when you know that. When the medias are worse than like the way that you change everything, you fucking assholes. How do you do that job? You know what I mean? They need to take some, uh, 
Ah, we need some Candice Owen. I just remembered her asshole as this one. Owens or Owen? This one, she cannot stop to try to get attention on her ass. So you did three hair relaxers and you're not black anymore? You're not, uh, you don't feel like you're the same uh, African-American person as another African-American uh, person outside? What is wrong with you? How much pretension? We see you, biatch, you fucking sold ass. She is so lame, this one. Again, another one that never gets smacked. You know what I mean? I have no sympathy. No, no, no. George Floyd was a gangster, was a shut the fuck up. Those are the ones, you know, they grew up probably, because I think she grew up humble, because at the beginning I was like, this one must have grew up in the Hamptons or something. You know what I mean? And she never saw herself in the mirror. You know what I mean? Because if you did, you would know, right? Me, I'm from North Africa, my family, so we're Algerians, right? And even if I lived uh, racism situations in France, I could never put my shoes in the African-American person that's like having to deal with it every single day of their life and being in fear. I cannot say that. And I can never deny to anyone that feel that they've been like mistreated and stuff. But this bitch, man, she wants to get beat up. That's the way. That's those little asshole, little biatch that's never going to find a boyfriend or a husband. Or she's probably in love with some fucking governor that's going to fucking her on the side and never marry her because you're such a shame. You know what I mean? I wish some really smart people from like the project actually would take her for a debate. I would love that because you are so fucking dumb. You're 25 years old. You don't know nothing. You read three books and you went to college and you think you're fucking amazing. Don't you know that college right now is not what it used to be? Don't you know that college is not street smartness? Do you know how many people went to big colleges and they're still so fucking dumb as a fucking shoe? Do you know that? I mean, this one, somebody shut her mouth already. Like in such a bad moment, you have no sympathy. You know what I mean? And I don't like violence, but I start to wish it for you, honey. You know what I mean? Because you're so dumb. You're so purposeless. You don't exist. We don't care about your ass. You will never, never get the spot you wish. She wants to be like the girl, like Ortiz, I think her name is, which is a super cool girl, I think. And I love to watch about her and I respect her a lot. I think her story is really nice. She's a really humble person. But this one, Candice, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. So you got a, your hair blow-dried and you feel like you're some type of blonde chick with the blue eyes? Get the fuck out. Oh my God, this one. Oh my God. I wish... I wish somebody like Ricky Gervais take her and roast her ass down. Or like, you know, somebody, a clean comic that doesn't do bad words because, you know, if you tell her bitch, she's going to be like, oh, you call me a bitch? Oh, yeah, that's right. She is obnoxious. She gives me nausea when I see her fucking face, this one. Like, I want to take her for debate. And I just want to be here silent and be like, girl, nobody believes it. You're lying to yourself. We don't care. You will never make it. You are not... A lady like Michelle Obama or some classy ladies. You are a little piece of shit. A little piece of crap. That's all you are. A little like fucking like virus that's trying to exist in this world. And we won't give you that. We won't give you that. To the people that insult her and stuff, don't even insult her. She, does, she doesn't deserve the time of day. She doesn't. She's so dumb. You think you read books and you think you're intelligent? You stupid ass. There is not... Watch, there was a... Um, like a, a podcast that did the Russell brand with her last year. And I watched because I was like, I wonder how he's going to handle her because he's a really positive guy. And he was so funny because the guy at some point, you could tell he wanted to be like, girl, what happened in your childhood? 
Let me give you that hug you're, you're, you're starving for for so many years. Can somebody stick their penis inside this lady so we can get some relief in this world? What is wrong with you? What is it? What did they do to you? What is it? You know, unbelievable. So anyway, you guys, I'm not going to talk shit for like a whole day, okay? I know, I know. But you know what? I do it for the people that cannot see it. For you guys, I say it for you, okay? Um, be careful. Be careful for you. I watch a series, Pacific, it's called, uh, on HBO. It's about the Japanese. I told you that already. You know what? That's the thing. I recorded the first podcast. I got a race. So maybe I'm telling you a story. Not a story, but I'm telling you about something that I already talked about. The series, The Pacific. It's about the Japanese war with the United States. It's really interested, interesting, sorry, because they painted a picture of the psychological view from the the Marines or the military guys, right? And it's so hard to watch. And now when I saw that, I will never ask somebody that was in those war any question. I will just give them a hug. I'll tell them, thank you. And because, oh my God, that fucked those people up. Now when you see PTSD, woo, I was watching the show 10 episodes. And I don't call my, I don't, I don't think I would be uh, like, you know, if I die, I die. But those, those conditions in the jungle in Japan or wherever they were, it was so brutal. We're talking outside with the rain pouring on your head for like 15 days. I think there is literally a torture that you can do to people with water and that would kill them if you drop water on somebody's forehead or something. I don't know. So my husband told me something that he learned in school a long time ago in psychology or whatever they were talking about. Like The, the, the professor told him anything you can think about as far as like a torture has already been done. And when you think about it, damn. But yeah, when you see that, you understand the PTSD and the need to be helped. And they, like, you know, I didn't understand some grandfathers of my friends. They were like, no, I don't want to talk about it. They close up and, you know, and when you see that, you're like, oh, my God, we're so weak right now. We're so little fragile bitches. We haven't seen anything. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's a cool show to watch. I am 90 Days Fiancé, you guys. I forgot about that. 90 Days Fiancé. <gasps> wow. You know, it's so awkward because... It's funny and sad at the same time, but some people, they're like, there is a fat dude, no, no offense against the people that are overweight, but this guy is super overweight, and he's like a, a known cheater in Florida, so he got divorced because he was cheating, and then he's the guy that's trying to go get girls, and he cannot uh, keep his penis in his pants, and he's about to marry a girl from Colombia, who is uh, really pretty, I'm like, uh, I want to be that girl, you know already he's a cheater, so what was it, did he write you a check, or there's something behind it, or... What is it? And so he's Puerto Rican and the, the girl is Colombian. So they make her come. She comes finally from Colombia. And uh, the mom is racist against uh, uh, Colombians. She's Puerto Rican who doesn't like Colombians. And it's so funny. Like the old lady that has no filters, no... I mean, it's sad, you know, but you know racist exists. There's always like some people that don't like somebody else. I mean, you know, you don't change an old grandma anyway. But the girl is so funny. The... The, the, the lady, she got like, a, she's so brutal in her racism. Like she was like, when you came from Colombia, did they check your suitcase? No, they didn't bring the dog. Oh, they must be on lunchtime then. Like this, she told her like, you know, when my son told me he was going to be with a Colombian lady, I said, no, no Colombian. Colombian is crazy. I don't like Colombian. Colombians are crazy. They have too much cocaine like, who says that? We're in, like, what, what is wrong with you? It's about to be your daughter-in-law, maybe, you know? Um, unbelievable. She cracked me up. She literally said, if you didn't get checked by the, the immigration guys or the drug police, 
or the dogs is because they were in lunchtime. Like there was no other way for her to get through. And uh, she told her son, like, you should check her suitcase. Like, you know, the guy who's overweight and got kicked out of a first marriage because he was a cheater, because he cannot help it. Um, and it's too bad because he's super good looking. And the guy has this girl coming from Colombia. You would think he would go for a jog or start like eating salad or something, making better because the way you're looking, you're going to have a heart attack. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So no, it's so funny. You have to watch. You have to watch. My, my husband is so funny because I tell him that probably is material for your comedy, for your comedy. So watch. There is always something funny. You know, you laugh a lot because you see the, I told him, I said, you see, when you see what's out there and when you see what you get, you're born in Bappy, huh? And he was like, oh, my God, I am so balling. But I mean, we're basing the fact, uh, the facts on uh, the, uh, the 90 Days Fiancé. You see how I get uh, down on a social uh, scale from uh, the amazing race to uh, 90 Days Fiancé. But it makes me laugh so much. It makes me laugh so much. The people, the guy, there was a guy, he's like 64 years old. His girlfriend from Thailand is 19. And he's such an OCD guy. And you're like, dude, uh, it's so like uncomfortable but I like it it makes me laugh a lot it makes me laugh a lot so voila so that's my life for now um, I hope you guys are doing good I'm going to send you all my love I want you to be strong we're still in a fuck it mode right don't worry even if there is the virus if everything we have a way we can be safe we can be happy day by day keep calling your family keep spreading love around you keep supporting each other we are all in this together right and uh, if there is any uh, person that has a problem with that, well, don't listen to the podcast and kick rocks, right? I'm sure <gasps> I forgot to tell you another one. Do you know the band? Uh, I think it's K-pop. It's called. It's a it's not. I don't know if it's a band or a type of music. It's Korean pop. OK, big up to one of my friends in France, by the way, when I say that she's going to know who I'm talking about. Korea, big up. So it's uh, there was a hashtag that was created before. I don't know who created when, or I don't I don't care about that. But it's called White Lives Matter, and it was so many photos of fucking racist stuff, disgusting, disgusting people. You're like, you guys probably fuck with it. your father and your mothers, and you're all like together in the same family, and you all have like problems in your head. That's why you're posting all those horrible things, right? And so all the fans around the world of the K-pop uh, band. So they decided to boycott that hashtag uh, on Instagram and they decided to post only like uh, K-pop pictures to, uh, to fill up this page and not uh, uh, enable the racists to post stuff. And it's beautiful, you guys. You have to tape on Instagram, hashtag white life matters and you will see it's only pictures of actually black life matters or uh, Korean uh, pop music stuff and they fucking ruined the racist Instagram page. And I love it to all the fans of the K-pop stuff that did it. I love you guys. See, see, that's the use right there. Even though you're millions, millennials, oh my God, that's the bug of the day. I cannot talk. You're the millennials. And I know sometimes I talk shit because I feel like you're robots and I feel like if there was a war, we'd be fucked because you're too fragile, you guys. But at the same time, when I see this, I love you guys. And you know what? You teach us all a lesson. Keep going. That's beautiful. Guys, check out that, that hashtag. It's amazing. Uh, check also the video of the guy that's laughing and I cannot stop laughing because I'm telling you it's priceless. It's like a, it's a therapy, literally. And I uh, wish you all uh, the best and I send you all my love and I will talk to you soon. Bye.